Are you a giant panda or are you a giant rabbit? Meow. Oh, it's a cat. Maybe. Okay. But my onesie makes me a little bit crazy, doesn't it? Yeah. Could say I'm still crazy, <laughs> yes. which is, it links so well, doesn't it? It's into, a beautiful segue. Yeah. I, I, just off the top of my head, that was the film I asked us all to watch yeah. this last week. We've been week. clamoring for a Jimmy Nail yeah. review. And finally, yeah. it's Rock here. It yeah. out, shoot. I had, and we, I had, think we have that single yeah. in the house. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. And um, I think if you're looking for another kind of spinal tap type movie, this is definitely not it. This isn't it. <laughs> this isn't it. But this was up for BAFTAs. Yeah, mm. too. I don't think it, it could really have been setting a stall out to be anywhere near as good as Spinal Tap. Sure. No. Well, back in 1998, when this was released, who knows what was going through those crazy guys' minds because it's quite a cast. Yeah. It's stellar, yeah. I mean, it's almost veers into Alf own pet territory. Well, it was from some of the writers of that stuff, wasn't it? Clement, I can't. I didn't get their first names, but they were writers of comedies like Porridge and Alfredo I mean, they li- literally and... got Jimmy Nail out of Alfredo Sempet. He's a fucking builder, basically. And the other one. <laughs> Timothy Spall. Yeah. yeah. Same wardrobe. Just put him on, you know. <laughs> might have even just carved off some of those scenes from Alfredo Sempet. But it starts, into, yeah. it, let's talk about the film a little bit. It starts yeah, well, off with a bit of voiceover, doesn't it? Billy yeah. Connolly. Yeah. He says, history teaches us that men behave wisely. And then he talks about... Well, only when they've exhausted all other avenues. I think yeah. That's the quote. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. It's, it's surrounding a fictional rock band called uh, Strange Fruit, who, after a couple of decades, mm. are being kind of requested to reform. But we see that Well, we demise, see a lot of information yeah. about them straight away. Yeah, we see the drug-addled... Oh, the replacement singer who's replaced the guy who died of a drug overdose, his brother who turns up absolutely mm. off his tits, the extravagance of the show that they're putting on, everything conspiring against them, their arrogance and wanting to be higher on the bill than, who is it, Mott the Hoople and yeah. some other stuff. And eventually it culminates in lightning striking the well, stage. God and- saying no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that lightning would come down and strike them so they couldn't continue their show and that was the last he says the fruits ever played god got tired of all that 70s excess that's why he invented the sex pistols that's quite yeah. a good line i thought yeah, it yeah. Was a good yeah. Line. Mm. no there was real potential in the beginning i thought you know you you kind of get this obviously it looks a little bit dated and things now but so does spinal tap and that still made us laugh all the way through um so the next scene we have the well, we're in Billy, prison. Yeah, we're in... in Tony. A, we're Tony. following the band, yeah. It's and t- nobody knows... To- t- uh, Tony is the brother, is he? The No. No, Tony He's was just the, 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 keyboard, the keyboard, keyboard player, player. who's yeah. kind of the least glamorous of the lot. He's working in Ibiza, no one knows. Well, you're introduced to him, it's a bit shady, yeah. isn't it? And you think, oh, is he? what's he involved in? But it turns out he's restocking condoms. He's the, got the uh, condom concession in Ibiza, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But someone recognises him someone who a holiday maker and placed him straight away he's the son of a record yeah label. and so he's very yeah. enthusiastic and it's not immediately apparent but he's basically asked him to reform the well, band the, the, the guy her. who recognized him guy out of blackadder isn't it what tim mckinnery um, it's not it's, it's, i didn't recognize him he just looked like a nobody to me but no, he could, could he well saying, be I he could, he's in blackadder but anyway he he recognized him he's a friend of um somebody who loved the band and they 
No, he's his son. The, and the his son. dad used to organize that uh, festival the where they, yeah. they imploded. And they're talking about getting it on again 20 years later. Well, well it fruits. certainly inspires Tony, who's, you know, implied to be drifting and, you know, yeah. anyway. And he gets back together with uh, Karen, who we saw earlier. She's Karen a Knowles, the original run around girl. Yeah. So I, can, I looked her up because I recognized her straight away. I thought it was the lady who played Alan Partridge's wife. But I couldn't find that, and I was I was arguing with like IMDb because mm. it wasn't in there. But I was fucking convinced. <laughs> anyway, it's not. Oh, right. well, this this film's a litany of people who weren't in it or other shows <laughs> that may have been tangentially related. At least I looked mine up. Yeah, yeah, more than I did. And then yeah, they're gradually getting the band back together, literally, and, and, and just seeing they're all. <laughs> You know, they're all kind of scared. Well, who does it? He goes to someone first and they're not keen. Well, she goes, he goes to Les, who's that's Jimmy Nail. Yeah. He's a successful roofer and he's got like, you know, his wife, he's got a very domesticated life that he seems happy with. He's built it's a successful a, roofing yes, business yeah. that is, you know, that has all been part of it. And when he goes to see him, Tony's like afraid of heights. So he has to carry him down the ladder afterwards, <laughs> which I quite enjoyed. Yeah. He's not interested though. He's like, well, you know, he had, and then, he had been the, the person who'd been most wronged in his eyes by the band yeah it. yeah he well, was what we're going to find out yeah. is because when we get introduced to the other one of the other main characters ray is bill nye's sort of career he's confused eccentric <laughs> routine there's a sort of burnt out washed up rock star living in excess with his oh, sort of foreign w- wife <laughs> model trophy wife, wife. trophy yeah. wife thank you and she like nags him and micromanages him and all that other stuff and yeah. and he replaced the lead singer who died in a drug overdose that's right and whose brother brian is whereabouts unknown at this point T- took over but suspected yeah unknown or, or dead they're not sure what mm. happened to, to brian but so yeah tony gets both of these guys on board of course he goes to 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 les saying it's first because that would otherwise damage his ego because he's that kind of guy he needs to be seen as the man of the band the top man because he's the singer yeah but none of them are instantly you know loving the idea of getting back but did you enjoy bill nye's performance in this because it's like the pro it's so like but maybe this was the birth of it but it's like so much when you think of what bill nye does it's this isn't it Mm, not particularly this sort of like confused sort of bumbling eccentric (laughs) type routine yeah there is not there is there is a lot of that um Mm. but if we know we're all students of music we know that the crazy one in any band is always the drummer yeah and timothy sport his younger version of himself looks he's like that darts player he looks fucking ancient yeah in this when he's supposed to be young and he looks fucking like shit when you find him in present day yeah and he's constantly being hounded by creditors i think the hmrc are after him well um, that's what he thinks isn't it but the, but the is the, it not the first one the first time he sees yeah i know mm. anyway he's he's basically on the run he's he seems to owe money and he's just a fucking like complete hooligan he's straight away like yeah brilliant let's get the band together anything yeah, to get out of here you know well, he's, he, he's, he's bang up for it he's doing in he's working in a nursery that's isn't right. he yeah. Yeah. and when they come to find him yeah well a um, plant nursery no? yeah a plant yeah. nursery and um that when is a that, good clarification there, yeah Chris, yeah. yeah and when well, they know is that the same word for yeah, no, yeah, you're yeah, right, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. and he 
legs it out as soon as he realizes the band well he's not sure of the band at the moment he just legs it out away from Anything. the tax yeah to the tax Anything. person yeah. what he thinks is a tax person yeah. runs into the band who are driving down the road looking for him mm. and oh wow and he goes yeah perfect right get band back together let's go and yeah. jumps in so the back first, so he's on board they're gonna have a get together lunch to, yeah because they haven't seen each other for 20 years really and yeah. there's all sorts of tensions yeah. and all and that sort of stuff karen has organized this but on the way she's also quit her job she's been sexually harassed at work and yeah. not had any support and so she's thought fuck this i've got an opportunity to go and like relive the glory days doing something i really want to do so but on the way for leaving to go to this lunch she gets a fax this is we're in fax time period um saying that the, the only way she's ever been able to track down the missing fella is through his royalties yeah which are being paid to a cancer charity a cancer charity at the behest of, she thinks, his, Brian, his the brother, his will. Yeah, yeah. So she thinks yeah. he's dead. Yeah. So she has to announce to the other guys that sadly he's not going to be joining them for lunch because yeah. he's dead. Yeah. And that was also the love of her life. <clears throat> yes, yeah. it was the love yeah. of her life, and also the the big reason why a lot of people would tune in to hear the the fruits again because he was this um, charismatic kind of dude within the band. So when they're looking, well, it was him bit, and his brother, wasn't yeah. it, in particular? So these two that have gone. You and could, then when they, they were I don't the know, spirit of the band. If you were doing it, like, if you, you could see all the references to other, mm. like, real bands that they like were just, like, cherry-picking yeah. and stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and they're, they're, yeah, trying, as you say, trying to get this, this band back together. They're also looking for investment into it. They want to do a, a tour. They think one or two of them, particularly Tony and, and Karen, think there might be some legs in this. We get some money. They well, they go to the out. record company and they want to get their yeah. stuff reissued. Karen wants to get their stuff reissued. He's like, we're not going to do that, but do a European tour. I thought just to fob him off. but Well, she says tour student colleges yeah unions and stuff because i know but i thought hang on i went to a university back in the day and that was the sort of bands that did fucking yeah. t- like shitty nostalgia stuff yeah but anyway they go on a tour of like real up and coming i.e shithole bars yeah. so they're Europe. like where are they germany and holland they end up in and heading well, off well they, anyway. they, they, they haven't quite gone yet because they have to have the rehearsals and all that they do all the rehearsals and billy connolly turns up with his treasure chest of memorabilia i think he's financing part of the tour yes and also they have to recruit a edgy new guitarist to come and he's got eyeliner on yeah someone a bit younger someone that they can get excited about because the rest of them aren't very exciting and but they introduce him playing some Jimi hendrix on the guitar and it it wasn't him playing it but it was very good yeah well jimmy was wasn't he He was all right Um, oh and also tony's got um jimmy hendrix's tooth on a yeah. on a necklace hasn't he mm. he lost it in a bar fight or something wasn't it and that's right and that's kind of his his pension really isn't it is yeah an unverified he's... tooth <laughs> yeah <laughs> can i have 25 grand for this tooth please yeah sure yeah so they they get the band back together they start touring and typically well um, they rehearse and there's there's tension shit, in the rehearsals because they? they're not great although i don't think they sound any better when they're supposed to be good but also there's a song that Les has written. The flame still burns about the dead former singer, mm. and he's not been allowed to perform it or sing it himself, yeah. and that's led to some tensions within the group. So that we're, we're given that little nugget that, of information. Oh, and that, that's yeah. normally um, who Billy knows Colony, it isn't it? Who, who kind of explains little fillers like that to? Well, they catch they, they, they hear him singing it, don't they? I can tell Chris probably a high point for you when when Jimmy Nail was singing that yeah. song. 
Oh, I nearly had a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But this is the biggest big conflict at the centre of the movie is Les's resentment of Ray yeah. and Ray's like self-doubt mm. as a consequence of it. Every time he performs, we see him in the mirror geeing himself up. Yeah. It's a trope that we've seen a million times in other films as well. He's yeah. sort of got the funny hair thing going on and putting yeah. on guy liner and all that sort of stuff. Anyway, so the bands, I mean, the, the, uh, the gigs are pretty terrible at first, really, aren't they? And booked in all the wrong places. They, they call people headbangers, but they're clearly showing people with shaved heads, but they didn't quite have the guts to say skinheads or whatever yeah. for some reason. Yeah. So, yeah, how much of that, this kind of, it's not montage but there's a whole... Well, in terms of you were talking about the ch- the plot thing mm. in Total Film, right? Yeah, yeah. And this again is the same example of a very formulaic. Yeah, you sent a bit of the this band is it. better. We're, we're we're talking about this film. It, it's nothing new. It's very easy watching. You've got band so far, like have split up. Get the band back together. Band of rubbish. We're going in a bit of a dip, and you know just the formula of of the film things are going to start picking up with one or two kind of little bits on the way and it doesn't disappoint in the fact that it disappoints <laughs> well, exactly that well they they do end up fucking it off don't they they mm. they it, it, it's just they're not take, able to take it as far as they would like as the band is and but what turns the the shock the kicker is that matey what's his name He's not dead. Oh. He has, in fact, been away writing with them and I. Yeah. Um, and he's, I think he's in an, he'd been institutionalized. Yeah. yeah. And then decided to stay on as a gardener. He's afterwards. doing one of those kind of Japanese gardens. Zen where everything, garden. Yeah. Where Brian breaks. Lovell is Bruce Robinson. Yeah. So, when uh, but I we s- did miss, we did miss Ray, right? Ray and Les have a big argument after he goes all Phantom of the Opera on stage and gets yeah. a bit big for his boots. Mm-hmm. And then Ray goes off and buys drugs from. Mackenzie Crook. Mackenzie Crook. David, yeah, of the office fame. Yeah. yeah. And then takes some drugs, falls in the lake, which they think is a plea for suicide. He has a vision also of Brian, also at the thing. Anyway, helps him resolve the big emotional blah at the centre of the movie to that's, set it up. Did you right. see, yeah. did you see the bit where the tour bus breaks down and they see two hitchhikers, two, yeah. I think, Dutch hitchhikers? Did you recognise the blonde girl? No. Yeah, she was... It was um, Donna Eyre. Donna Eyre. Was she, it? Yeah. yeah. She once yeah. asked the cause how they met. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. I yeah. don't know who that is. I they, were brother, they were brothers. No, I know, just, I know the band. I just don't she know She was her. in Hollyoaks and she was in like the Lad Mags or at this time of... When right, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Donna Eyre. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So that that's getting towards the climax, if you like. Well, that's um, a sign, actually. Donna Air is a sign because they're, again, at many points in this ready to give up and then they're given a sign again to carry on because mm. she's wearing a T-shirt, coincidentally, of her dad's favourite band. Yeah. Which is Strange Fruit. Mm. Yeah. Strange which is fruit. them. So it propels them on. Yeah, so we get the weird thing here because there has been a sort of love thing going on between Tony and Karen, yeah. which the movie then just drops so that she can go and talk to Brian and then they never really resolve. Or is it just... He peeks like around the corner and is sad, sad yeah. Tony, because and how it's he left, knows basically. that she will never love him as much as she's... Lo- and now that he's alive, yeah. he probably but thinks, oh, fuck it. You say it just brings up more tears. Yeah, no, that, um, bit, that bit was quite effective. Yeah. And especially as because Brian is such a fucking space cadet as well, like just staring off Yeah, he's the, the Sid Barrett, isn't he, of this story. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and Timothy Spall, who is uh, Beano Bago, he, he's kind of nearly misses 
this big crowning gig because well the there's stalker, been a running thing of this the irs coming yeah after the, him, this, and it turns out she wants this to irs him. stalker uh, finally catches up with him and she demands um to suck him off yeah basically. well this is on the eve of the big gig so they've kind of fucked it off but now that they've met matey mm. brian brian they're gonna go ahead with because because well, are you doing a Nazi salute? Sorry. Or... <laughs> it was going to be noisy. Sorry. Gesundheit. Yes, Brian's Brian's back on the scene. So they they weren't going to do the gig or they hadn't told the guy. It's not very clear, is he it? Hadn't, they hadn't told the guy or they had strung the boss man, the, the finance guy from the label, that yes, they would do this gig, but they hadn't told him that actually the star of the band wasn't around. Yeah. So now, so I think they were going to fuck it off. It was a bit unclear, it's a bit hazy. This in the in the film. Well, because they but have a the press they, conference, every, don't they? And yeah, it I think that's the why edge, they missed out on the BAFTA. This yeah, they quite sort maybe. Out this bit. And so it all comes together that they will be able to perform. But they, do, yeah, you're right. The press. They talk to him about his drug having drug a go at him, and he's straw. He goes, he goes off, and they get shouted with the press. And so it's unclear if he'll be able to perform because mm. he's mentally obviously very fragile, and. They go on stage and they're giving another like shitty lackluster performance mm. and until well, Tony Bill Nye has a total. There's a total crisis of comms on stage this time. Yeah, and this is where they have the really touching and emotional reconciliation with Les. Yeah, well, that's that it. allows him yeah. to sing. Ray, you're yeah. right. He, he's on stage, the front man. Yeah. I mean, he's worked on all different stages. One stage was so small, he kept on banging into everybody, wasn't it? And then they had other stages where he yeah. had thrown things and things uh, at them. And here he is at kind of a Wembley stage um, yeah. and he's hiding then. He just kind of mm. can't do it. He's, he just looks, he's getting mm. the fear and he just hides off by one of the speakers. And then it's up to Tony. Les, Les and... Uh, yeah, Tony Fat Les, and starts yeah. playing it. No, it's like he starts playing it first, mm. isn't he? On the oh, keyboard. yes, he does, yeah. You know, Tony gives sort of gives green in the light. first kind of chords and then they look round and go yeah what yeah powerful to, moment, to, oh, th- well, this there wasn't a, a dry arsehole in the house at this point was it <laughs> i was um, dripping <laughs> yes and uh, yes they they like overcome at um, this point it feels and, like it was a vehicle for jimmy nail to sing because yeah. he had a pop career at this time yeah, yeah. well probably tailed off that yeah. a little bit but it just sort of ends with there's that lightning. Is the lightning about to come down again? And she talks directly to, to God, God, I think, yeah. and says, Don't be a cunt. And he isn't. He yeah. stops the lightning. So that was good. So, and then Billy Connolly says, How basically, how will they fuck it up this time? <laughs> and, and then it ends. It was confu- yeah. considering what a formulaic it was, a very confusing ending that, wasn't it? Really? I think I remember they, they thought it had been dragging on too long. It just had to if, end it. It, yeah. it got that feeling, didn't it? That it just kind of condensed it down well also as well this is one of the most tightly edited movies i think i've ever seen like every scene was just like flying through a thousand miles i mean literally they were cutting every single part of the frame that they could Uh, because it was like just yeah a a lot of the time you you look at it and you think oh i bet they had a lot of fun doing that it didn't come through on this (laughs) did it It you have to cast your mind back to this is like nine this is late 90s so Britpop, cool britannia all that bullshit all but coming to the end of that and it was that sort of time where if you just got a load of brits together that people would lap it up because it was yeah. just that time and um it's a it's a like a who's who of of like actors from that period who are all brits you know mm. um i 
didn't hate it that much actually uh, I, I it wasn't good i mean i was watching it kind of thinking everyone's gonna fucking hate this i was just lolling at jimmy nail as an actor and musician yeah. it's like what is going on it was it he's was, got quite a good voice don't you think he's okay yeah, yeah. but if you it, consider what his background would have been to end up doing this like, yeah. it's pretty remarkable yeah 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 well any of them i mean timothy sport he was the same thing yeah. wasn't he you know alveda's aim pet and everything yeah. was where they got their big breaks i you know i like these kind of movies that are very easy to watch sometimes and they're they're not too much i know you don't know everybody (laughs) does they don't really challenge you you know exactly where it's going it is formulaic you know it's going to have a a happy ending yeah there was there was nothing original in there Mm. that nothing that you hadn't seen anywhere else before and done better but still despite all that I wasn't, you know, unhappy watching it. I didn't have to pause it or fast forward or, or look at my phone. I just yeah, it's a breezy like eighty minutes. Yeah, yeah, just carried on. I watching think it's it. just so offensively bland for me. It's it, so milk toast and vanilla. What do you think, Chris? Well, I was terrible. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. it was terrible. Well, I agree with you. I I couldn't I I couldn't understand why they made it so many times that they would find a reason to fuck it up just so the movie gets longer yeah instead of just yeah after the first two kind of bits in when they go to groningen and then oh oh the bus breaks down and then he falls through the ice mate just make it a happy one at the end even the end is not happy but they rushed to get to the end and then the end is like this weird confusing didn't really deliver yeah one of the i think one of the big big problems with musical ones like this is that the music is shit yeah garbage because if they were good if they were good at music they would have been a real band do you know what Mm. i mean the people who've written the songs they would have been real songs Mm. and so you're trying to believe that this is a massive band from 70s but it's shit music and it's even a problem with a great film like almost famous is that Mm. stillwater Mm. are actually shit Mm. but this is a shit film with shit music so that is more of a problem yeah and they they do try and bring (laughs) they still try and bring it you know a few jokes and a bit of light-hearted and and Mm. you know Joe, I don't know. I mean, you've got the 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 scene with Timothy Spall and the girl. And, so he's at know, least he's, a, he's at least wacky and like yeah. he's got a lot of energy in the film. Tony, who's the the lead, is so boring. Like, yeah, he's, he's he is so yeah. boring. It's like crazy that they that that is who they're going to hang the film on. And then Bill Bill Nye, you know, Richie Curtis saw that and did it that character again in Love Actually I've and everybody went absolutely fucking bananas for that and Bill Nye like was a superstar in his yeah. middle age yeah. suddenly and I guess if you're into like watching middle aged people bond which you probably are if- you're listening to this podcast so <laughs> then, you're gonna love <laughs> you're this you're gonna love this <laughs> get the t-shirt yeah I, I, I got a kick out of it I must say yeah a, a small tiny little tap of a kick <laughs> strong recommend strong strong recommend <laughs> Yeah.